Welcome to the Abide Daily Podcast from Ecclesi of the Church in Salt Lake City, a time led by our pastors and others in our church to abide in God through prayer, reflection, and the reading of His Word together. Hey, this is Courtney, and thanks for joining us today. As we begin our prayer and reading, let's start off by taking a moment to pause, be still, and be aware of God's presence. Let's take a moment to share with the Lord where we're at, what we're thinking and feeling, as well as thank Him for all that He's done, is doing, and will do. A prayer for endurance. Almighty God, whose most dear Son went not up to joy, but first he suffered pain, and entered not into glory before he was crucified, mercifully grant that we, walking in the way of the cross, may find it none other than the way of life and peace, through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. Amen. Lord, as I read your words in scripture, I ask, Holy Spirit, that you lead me and give me understanding. Lord, I ask that you would draw near and meet with me and lead me in your kingdom today. John 12, verses 37 through 50. When Jesus had said these things, he departed and hid himself from them. Though he had done so many signs before them, they still did not believe in him, so that the words spoken by the prophet Isaiah might be fulfilled. Lord, who has believed what he heard from us, and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? Therefore they could not believe, for again Isaiah said, He has blinded their eyes and hardened their hearts, lest they see with their eyes and understand with their heart, and turn, and I would heal them. Isaiah said these things because he saw his glory and spoke of him. Nevertheless, many even of the authorities believed in him, but for fear of the Pharisees they did not confess it, so that they would not be put out of the synagogue. For they loved the glory that comes from man more than the glory that comes from God. And Jesus cried out and said, Whoever believes in me believes not in me, but in him who sent me. And whoever sees me sees him who sent me. I have come into the world as light, so that whoever believes in me may not remain in darkness. If anyone hears my words and does not keep them, I do not judge him. For I did not come to judge the world, but to save the world. The one who rejects me and does not receive my words has a judge. The word that I have spoken will judge him on the last day. For I have not spoken on my own authority, but the Father who sent me has himself given me a commandment, what to say and what to speak. And I know that his commandment is eternal life. What I say, therefore, I say as the Father has told me. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. As I reflect on this scripture, I can't help to feel how passionate Jesus is when he's saying this. Um, It says in verse 44, Jesus cried out and said, whoever believes in me believes not in me, but in him who sent me. He's saying it with so much passion and um, fervor that he just wants people hearing him 
to believe that, to believe that you cannot know the Father unless you know me. Then, of course, he goes on to say um, in verse 46, I have come into the world as light so that whoever believes in me may not remain in darkness. And later on talking about um, how the Father's command is eternal life in verse 50. And you cannot know that except through Jesus. This struck me because growing up um, with my background with religion, I can confidently say I did not know Jesus growing up. Um, I thought I knew the Father. And honestly, to me, when I was younger, uh, God the Father was really scary. <laughs> um God the Father was there to punish whenever you did something wrong, and the only way to make it to heaven was to be good enough. I really didn't know who Jesus was and accept him until college, and that's when my whole view of the Trinity altogether changed. Um, just seeing the Father's heart through Jesus changed what I think about what God the Father has for me, what he has for you, that his heart is love, it is to save you. And we can only know that's true because of the life and death and resurrection of Jesus as our Savior. It just almost feels like Jesus is saying here, don't wait, believe in me, believe in the Father who has sent me, that he cares for you and that he wants the best for you and wants eternal life for you. That there is hope and there is salvation in Jesus Christ. I feel like after reading the scripture, I just want to say, don't wait. Come to Jesus. Believe the Father's heart for you. And I think the ending question would be, is there something stopping you from believing the Father's heart for you? That it is good and he does love you. Is it other Christians? Um, is it past experiences you've had with religion? Is it past trauma? If you truly knew the Jesus of Scripture, you would not be waiting to believe.
Lord, thank you so much for the scripture. Thank you for giving us Jesus as our salvation so that we can have eternal life with you. Holy Spirit, I pray that you bolster our faith. I pray that you open hearts to hear this word, to hear that you cannot know the Father except through Jesus. I pray, Holy Spirit, that you work quickly, that there would be revival in places where people don't know this, where people do not accept Jesus and therefore do not know the Father. Lord, help us to be courageous and take action and live out our faith, live out the hope that we have in you, especially in this crazy world with everything going on, Lord. Just give us courage to live out that hope in our workplace, in our families. Holy Spirit, I pray that you move in those who remain in the darkness, that you would bring them to the light. Through our lives and by our prayers, may your kingdom come.